The world is changing fast, but you can learn it at a slower pace. Special English. You're listening to Special English. I'm Tony Reed in Beijing. Here's the news. A growing number of car commercials are appealing to a younger audience, depicting the sporty design of vehicles or how drivers can give voice commands to the fancy and fast models they drive. They are doing this for a good reason. According to a recent report by global consulting firm Roland Berger and China's Auto Home Research Institute, those aged from 21 to 30 accounted for 27% of car buyers in China last year, up from 16% in 2017. Car buyers aged from 31 to 40 still make up the largest group, totaling 40% in 2022, but that was six percentage points lower than five years ago. Those aged from 41 to 50 saw their proportion decline as well. From 26% in 2017 to 21% last year. The report said another major change in car buyer demographics over the past five years was the growing number of female consumers. Data showed that 34% of car buyers in 2022. Were women, up from 27% in 2017. Of them, those aged from 21 to 30 saw their proportion of 14% in 2017 double last year. That explains why many car makers are offering young car buyers fancy onboard features. Financial schemes with lower monthly installments. Another finding of the Roland Berger report is that Chinese car buyers are more open to new technologies, with 75% of the respondents believing autonomous cars will be a common sight on the road by 2030. Globally, the figure is 50%. In China, driving assist functions have become must haves in newly launched models, including affordable compact cars priced at less than 100,000 yuan. Statistics from the Ministry of Industry and Information Technology show that more than 30% of new passenger vehicles sold. In the first half of 2022, had level 2 driving assist functions. Xu Chengming, deputy director of the State Information Center, said Generation Z will be the driving force in the development of China's smart vehicle sector. He said the Gen Zers have grown up using the internet and artificial intelligence, 
so they like new technologies. Also, Chinese car buyers have grown fond of local brands, according to the report. Sales of Chinese car makers accounted for 49.9% of the country's passenger vehicle market in 2022, which is partially because of their competitive electric products. That's according to the China Association of Automobile Manufacturers. This is Special English. A hidden corridor of nine meters long has been discovered close to the main entrance of the 4,500 year old Great Pyramid of Giza. And this could lead to further findings. According to Egyptian antiques officials, the discovery within the pyramid, the last of the seven wonders of the ancient world still standing, was made under the Scan Pyramids Project. Since 2015, Scientists have been using non invasive technology, including infrared thermography, 3D simulations, and cosmic ray imaging to peer inside the structure. An article published in the journal Nature said the discovery could contribute to knowledge about the construction of the pyramid. And the purpose of a gabled limestone structure that sits in front of the corridor. The Great Pyramid was constructed as a monumental tomb around 2560 BC during the reign of the Pharaoh Khufu. Built to a height of 146 meters, it now stands at 139 meters. And was the tallest structure made by humans until the Eiffel Tower in Paris in 1889. The unfinished corridor was likely created to redistribute the pyramid's weight around the main entrance now used by tourists, almost seven meters away. Or around another as yet undiscovered chamber or space. That's according to Mustafa Waziri, head of Egypt's Supreme Council of Antiques. He told reporters after a press conference in front of the pyramid that they're going to continue the scanning so they will see what can be found out beneath the corridor. Or just by the end of it. This is special English. A scientific investigation conducted by the Ministry of Agriculture and Rural Affairs has showed that the number of Yangtze finless porpoises has reached 1,249, up. 23.42% from five years ago. Ma Yi, an official with the ministry, 
attributed the increase to the 10-year fishing ban in the key waters of China's Yangtze River, which was imposed in 2021 with the aim of ecological conservation. The finless porpoise, known as the giant panda of the water, is a barometer of the ecological environment in the Yangtze River Basin. Other aquatic bioresources in the key waters of the Yangtze River have also seen a recovery. In 2022, 193 varieties of fish were spotted in the area, marking an increase of 25 varieties from 2020. Ma said by the end of 2022, China had channeled over 26.9 billion yuan, or about 3.87 billion U.S. dollars, to support fishermen after they gave up using nets and boats on the Yangtze River. During this period, more than 160,000 fishermen have started their own businesses, or Have transitioned into other occupations, while approximately 220,000 fishermen have received coverage under the country's basic old age insurance. Ma said the aquatic biodiversity in the Yangtze River basin is still relatively low. Emphasizing the need for increased efforts to implement the fishing ban and to carry out systematic protection measures for aquatic species in the area. You're listening to Special English. I'm Tony Reed in Beijing. Planetary scientists in China. Have found hints of a new water reservoir on the moon in Chang'e Five samples that show the potential for in situ resource utilization by future lunar and deep space exploration missions. The team of researchers, led by scientists from the Institute of Geology and Geophysics. Under the Chinese Academy of Sciences, identified that glass beads in Chang'e Five lunar soils, which were formed from the cooling of melted material ejected by impacts, contain a higher amount of solar wind-derived water than previously thought. The Chang'e Five probe. Which returned to Earth on December seventeenth, twenty twenty, retrieved a total of one thousand seven hundred and thirty-one grams of lunar samples, consisting primarily of rocks and soil from the lunar surface. Previous lunar missions have revealed the presence of water ice on the Moon. The surface water displays rise and fall within a lunar day, and is being lost to space, 
indicating that there should be a hydrated layer or reservoir at depth in lunar soils to sustain the retention, release, and replenishment of lunar surface water. The study published in Nature Geoscience showed the impact glass beads are likely a new water reservoir on the moon. Researchers estimated that the water contributed by impact glass beads to lunar soils could amount to as much as 270 trillion kilograms, yet way less than in oceans of the Earth. According to Hu Sun, the paper's corresponding author, the water trapped in impact glass beads is relatively easy to extract and could represent a potential water resource for future lunar exploration. Furthermore, the findings offer clues to the water origins in low latitude in other airless bodies in the solar system, like Mercury and Vesta, since impact glass may host similar water reservoirs on other airless bodies. The study was a collaborative effort between Nanjing University, the Natural History Museum, and University of Manchester and the University of Science and Technology of China. I was born on the 17th of November. Delve into a world of words with Books and Beyond, a podcast made especially for audiobook lovers. I came into the world as the youngest of five children. I wondered children. what Her Majesty would be like. Fie upon you, limpid one. Why have you taken... Immerse yourself in gripping stories and timeless classics from the comfort of your own personal space. Sun Tzu underlined three points on the context to gain initiative. There was initiative. no better wine, and not to mention... The Whether you're a bookworm or a casual listener, our carefully curated selection of audiobooks will transport you to new worlds and stir your imagination. Subscribe to Books and Beyond and start your audiobook adventure now on radio.cgtn.com or your favorite podcast app. Join our global network to connect with the world. Follow us at CGTN Radio on Facebook or Twitter or visit us at radio.cgtn.com. You're listening to Special English. I'm Tony Reed in Beijing. A recently released national survey on reading among Chinese people has shown a steady rise in reading as a habit in the country. Over 1.48 million valid samples were collected for the survey from 165 cities nationwide, which was carried out by the Chinese Academy of Press and publication via the forms of online and telephone surveys. Apart from the increasing number of printed books read, the survey showed 
that 45.5% of all those surveyed prefer to read a printed book in their hands instead of a digital publication. Moreover, listening to audiobooks was another rising habit among Chinese readers, with 35.5% of adults saying they were used to listening to audio books. Public reading services continued to meet the needs of Chinese readers as 78.2% of the surveyed were satisfied with the services of public libraries and 72.5% were pleased with their experience at community or self-service libraries. In Hangzhou, for instance, reading venues, including public libraries, self-service libraries, and rural reading rooms, have covered the whole city, which has made daily reading a common scene among its citizens. That's according to Mayor of Hangzhou, Reading on mobile phones also remained a habit among Chinese readers. Of the surveyed, 77.8% had read on their phones last year, 0.4% higher than in 2021. A Chinese adult would spend an average of 105.23 minutes reading on mobile phones per day, 4.11 minutes longer than in 2021. However, most of those surveyed were not happy with the amount of reading they made, as over 80% of them confessed that they felt they had not done enough reading over the year. Wei Yushan head of the Chinese Academy of Press and Publication, thus encouraged people to further engage themselves in more in-depth reading, saying that reading on mobile phones is still rather light. For Li Jingzi, vice president of the China Writers Association, in a digital era where artificial intelligence is getting increasingly popular, reading is still an irreplaceable process where readers can follow the authors in creating. You're listening to Special English. I'm Tony Reed in Beijing. The Hubei Provincial Museum in Wuhan City has recently completed the digital sampling of its 2,400-year-old Zhenghouyi chime bells. Consisting of 65 bells, the set was unearthed in 1978 from the tomb of Zhenghouyi a ruler of the Zheng state during the Warring States period more than 2,000 years ago in Suizhou City, 
Central China's Hubei Province. It is by far the largest, heaviest, best preserved, and finest set of chime bells ever unearthed in China, representing the pinnacle of bronze musical instrument making at the time. In a bid to protect this valuable relic, the original version has only been played three times, with the latest samplings collected from an accurate replica. Luo Le, composer of the Chime Bell Orchestra of Hubei Provincial Museum, said the orchestra has collected 613 sound samplings, striking the front and sides of each bell with varying levels of intensity. Luo added, using digital techniques to protect ancient instruments represents the latest use of innovative technology. This not only preserves the appearance of the original instrument, but also records its sounds from time immemorial. The collected samples have already been used in an online concert, offering audiences an immersive experience of this ancient instrument. As the sounds of the bells have been made available on a mini-program on WeChat, composition lovers can create their own melodies just by clicking on the various chimes and arranging them together. The museum will also record the sounds of other ancient instruments among its collection. You're listening to Special English. I'm Tony Reed in Beijing. That's the end of this edition of Special English. To recap, I'm going to read one of the news items again at normal speed. Please listen carefully. Planetary scientists in China have found hints of a new water reservoir on the moon in Chang'e 5 samples that show the potential for in-situ resource utilization by future lunar and deep space exploration missions. The team of researchers led by scientists from the Institute of Geology and Geophysics under the Chinese Academy of Sciences identified that glass beads in Chang'e 5 soils, which were formed from the cooling of melted material ejected by impacts, contain a higher amount of solar wind-derived water than previously thought. The Chang'e 5 probe, which returned to Earth on December 17, 2020, retrieved a total of 1,731 grams of lunar samples, consisting primarily of rocks and soil from the lunar surface. Previous lunar missions have revealed the presence of water ice on the moon. The study published in Nature Geoscience showed that the impact glass bees are likely a new water reservoir on the moon. Researchers estimated that the water contributed by impact glass bees to lunar soils could amount to as much as 270 trillion kilograms, yet way less than that in oceans of the Earth. According to Hu Sen, the paper's corresponding author, the water trapped in impact glass beads is relatively easy to extract and could represent a potential water resource for future lunar exploration. 
Furthermore, the findings offer clues to the water origins in low latitude and other airless bodies in the solar system like Mercury and Vesta since impact glass may host similar water reservoirs on other airless bodies. The study was a collaborative effort between Nanjing University, the Natural History Museum, and University of Manchester and the University of Science and Technology of China. This is the end of today's program. I'm Tony Reed in Beijing, and I hope you'll join us every day to learn English at a slower pace.